Sports World. Has all sport covered. On 882 6PR. Perth Glory owner is Tony Sage and he joins us from Melbourne today. G'day Tony, welcome to the show. Yes, fantastic. I think it's winter here. Uh, yeah, well it is. Is it still raining over there? Still raining, uh, 20 degrees. Jeez, I love Perth summers. Amazing, mate. Now, I uh, was um, talking to Kenny Lowe in his regular segment on our program on Wednesday, and it was the same day that uh, you announced of a move to play a at least one home game, anyway, in Asia. Yeah, look, uh, it's been on the cards for a while. Uh, I think uh, engaging with Asia, especially with our time zone, uh, and let the Eastern States Club uh, fly like we have to, um, to, to engage with Asia. Look, there's 300 million eyeballs extra. Uh, they love football. Number one sport in Malaysia, Singapore and Indonesia is uh, football. Uh, why bother with another team in Melbourne, another team in Sydney, uh, when you can play uh, a game in KL or a game in Singapore, expand the league? Uh, I think it'll be fantastic for the sport. It'll triple our TV revenue as well. What about from a uh, a club perspective, though, and your members by taking a home game there? How how will it affect them? Have you asked them that uh, question? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't asked them that question uh, yet. I just want to make sure it can happen. Uh, I've got permission from the FFA to move a game. Now we're in the middle of talks with uh, the uh, Malaysian Sporting Authorities and the Singapore Sporting Authorities to see if they'll fit us in. I think you remember a few years ago they tried the. The basketball, the Singapore Slings, they yep. set a club up there, but the Wildcats went up there first, uh, quite successful. Then the, the team obviously failed in the end, but moving their uh, home game, one home game up there was quite successful for them. Uh, I think it'll be successful for us, uh, depending on the team we play against. But uh, I'll ask the fans, uh, once we get permissions from all the relevant authorities, just like we did about asking our fans on our websites to move a game to Optus, uh, stadium uh, for uh, a March game against Central Coast. That was overwhelmingly uh, 60-40 vote. Hey, Tony, Tony, Kim Hagdorn here. Uh, another loss on Tuesday night, third in a row. That's your yep. fifth out of your last seven. You've slipped from fourth and looking like finishing and challenging for a top few, top two or three finish. Uh, five of your last seven and then uh, a big one tonight against Melbourne Victory. Have you had to re- sort of reassess, you know, your ambitions and your objectives for this season with the slip? Yeah, look, definitely, definitely have. We uh, were aiming for uh, uh, definitely a top four, but uh, actually higher for a top two with the squad we assembled. Mm. Uh, so, look, we've had lots of talks over the last four or five weeks now uh, with sports science, with doctors about our injury problem, uh, what's it being caused by. We know a little bit by travel. Um, we didn't have it last year, though. Why didn't we have it last year? Yeah. We got the same. Uh, but last year we didn't have nine of the first uh, thirteen away. Now they're blaming, um, you know, Nibs Stadium not being available. Nibs Stadium wasn't only available for only one of those games. That was when the Paul McCartney concert was on. Mm-hmm. So we can't blame that. It's, it was just their belligerence when we complained earlier on that they wouldn't change that. So that's part of the problem. Uh, how do we get out of it? Um, that's the, the, the issue that Kenny and, the, and his team has now. We've probably got 75% of the squad in tonight, but three of them have only had half a game or, uh, or, or even less preparation. So, you know, we're not expecting miracles. Uh, to play uh, Scotty Neville after missing 10 games for a whole game, still with a broken toe, yeah. we decided not to go for an operation. That was a great uh, effort by him. Uh, he'll only benefit from that, but obviously he needs jabs before the game on on the toe area. 
just to play because uh, he is in quite a bit of pain. But uh, he decided to push off the operation until after the season's finished. But that's the type of thing we're dealing with. And, uh, you know, we know where, where the problems lie. We just got to rectify it on the pitch. Hi, Tony. Jason Berendorf here. Um, just with the feel in Melbourne, with the group, how's everyone travelling and, and what's the preparation been for for the game tonight? Uh, look, the, the, surprisingly, they're upbeat. Uh, Kenny, I don't know if you've seen the video, it's gone viral. I had a go, a crack at him at training. Um, Kenny doesn't usually do that, so something must have uh, sparked him. But look, the boys are actually quite good. Uh, the senior group meets regularly uh, under Andy Keogh. Uh, they're quietly confident. They understand where we're at. They understand the reasons why. But they still want a level of professionalism uh, amongst the squad. And, you know, you've got to play out games. You've got to, you know, that game against Sydney, uh, I don't care about the um, injuries that we had. It was unacceptable. You don't lose 6 0 in our game. Mm. Uh, in fact, in 11 years, that's the worst defeat ever for Perth Glory. I think we had a 6-1 before, but not 6-0. Mm. So the, the boys know that. Uh, they're travelling quite well as a group. The one thing that travel does do, and Carl might say this uh, because he played with the Eagles, when you do travel away as a team, you do bond, uh, and these trips certainly do that. So for this trip, we're keeping the boys together. and They're not going home. They're going to go straight up to Brisbane after the Melbourne game and spend uh, two or three or four days together. We so bonded a lot better time back in my day, mate, because we were allowed to go out. But, uh, you know, that was a, a different <laughs> well, world back then. Well, just, just on that, how secure then is, is the coach? How secure is Kenny Lowe on the back of what you're discussing there? If you're doing the reviews, uh, do you tolerate the injury uh, toll when assessing the overall performances, win losses, and Kenny Lowe's position is, is considered? Yeah, look, uh, in, in our game, it's just me. Uh, there's no match committee or anything like that. That makes the the final decision. Uh, look, I've assessed. Really? It. I, so I, you're you're it. If you decide I'm Kenny it. Lowe stays or goes, it's you. You own the group and you own the coach. Yeah, that's, that's his club. Well, that, well, that, <laughs> that's right. That, that's uh, I do have board members that uh, do, but in the end, like I said, it's it's a final call by me. Uh, there's no match committee. There's no other independent. There is a football director, uh, Jacob Burns. Uh, I talk to him daily. Uh, we have a very good working relationship. Um, he. Uh, is uh, basically Kenny's boss um, uh, in the football department world. Um, and, look, we've talked about it incessantly, about the injury problems. We've got external uh, sports scientists and uh, and doctors in, and, you know, you can't pinpoint one thing that we're doing that created the, the, the issues on the injury. So, But, yeah, look, he's under pressure. He knows he's under pressure uh, to perform. But, um, again, I understand... Uh, why we haven't. And if you go on the ladder for the last three years, he's still the third best performing win-loss record in the A-League after uh, Ma- uh, Arnold and uh, Musket. So he's still third well, with all the losses we've had this year. And whilst you've had your run of five out of seven on the wrong side of the ledger, you're still four points out of fourth. So a win in this fixture today and all of a sudden still well and truly in the hunt. Just going back to what you said off the top about the move from NIB Stadium to Optus Stadium for one match, is it still or was it ever a consideration to play all of your matches at the new Optus Stadium or not? Look, I I, I really, uh, again, it'll be a call uh, by by myself in the end, but I, I want all the fans to be happy. So, um, whether I make money or not, in the end, if the fans boycott with their feet and decide that Optus Oval is too big to watch the game from, I won't move it. That's why I just wanted one game this year to test, 
60-40 have said yes on the fans. Now we've just got to come to a commercial arrangement, obviously, with Optus Stadium. If we can do that and we get 20,000 there um, and they like it after the game, uh, we finish our tenure at NIB uh, in May. We will then uh, uh, go forward and hopefully have more games there the following year if the fans like it. If the fans say overwhelmingly no... Whether it's a better commercial arrangement for the club or not, I'd listen to the fans. So, Tony, c- correct me here if I'm wrong. So you're considering your Saturday March 10 match against Central Coast to shift it from NIB to the stadium. What's your cut-off? Yep. When, will you, when will you make a decision after canvassing your membership? Well, the membership's been canvassed. It was 60%, 40%. We closed that off. Now it's uh, the CEO is going to meet, obviously, with Optus uh, Stadium owners and saying what we can do. The reason we picked that game, uh, it's not the most uh, draw-friendly uh, game for us. I mean, Sydney or Melbourne would have been better, yeah. but the, the ground is already configured for the two NRL double the double yeah. header there yeah. on the Saturday. Yeah. So we'll have our game either the Friday or the, or the Sunday. So that's why it's that game. Makes a bit of sense. It's worth, worth testing the water on that. When will you... Yeah, yeah. Look, you sound as though you're quite supportive to Kenny Lowe, and I reckon it'd be hard... Not to support. He, he comes publicly, looks very positive. He's, he's had a lot of dramas this year. He's played some kids. Yeah. When will you make a call? Can you can you sort of settle the issue before the end of the season that where Kenny Lowe might be, particularly if you were going to continue with him? No, I think, uh, you know, we actually he's contracted for the season after as well. So he's, he's contracted for this season and next. Uh, so I'd have to make a call. I'd make it at the end of the season. But just what you said, we blooded four kids, right? Mm, mm. Now, if the injury toll wasn't there, we wouldn't have blooded uh, Italiano. He's turned out to be a very, very good player. He will be a very good player going down the track. We're not going to put him in any star sort of category. But he got the notice of a lot of overseas clubs. We've already sold him. Mm, We've got a million dollars. Now, you just think, if the injuries didn't happen, Kenny didn't have faith in Italiano, he wouldn't have put him on. Now, we've got the same with Timmons. We've got young Warland, who hasn't been on the pitch, but he's been on the bench and young Scott, who uh, just uh, made his debut last week. We've got four WA kids in the under-20 Australian team, uh, which we haven't showcased yet. Now, we made a decision three years ago, Kenny, myself, and Jacob Burns, to head of an academy. That academy is starting to work now. Now, if you just go on just Italiano, I mean, that's 4 or $5 million to the club, which we can push back into our juniors over the next three or four years. We've got that line of people coming through now since we set up the academy. So... You know, we've had some horrific, being seventh, we shouldn't be, we don't want to be as a club, but the fact that we've got the juniors coming through and we can play them uh, shows what we're trying to attain at Perth Glory. Love to talk more, mate. We're out of time. Thanks very much uh, for having a chat to us today. No worries, guys. Thanks. Tony Sage, the owner of the Perth Glory. It's well, 11 to 12.